Did you know there was a free five-part podcast series all about classroom management? In this series, learn how I went from using traditional classroom management strategies without a lot of success to becoming a behavior detective. Discover how I help children with root cause of their behavior issues instead of just addressing the behavior itself. If you want to take a listen to this new series, just check the show notes. You're listening to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, the podcast for quick, actionable ideas and tips to help you up your confidence and joy in educating little learners. I'm your host, Ashley Rives. Let's get to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast. This is episode 14, Free Play Plus Playful Learning Equals Engaged Centers. Let's see if you can relate to me on this one. Creating centers that draw children in and keep them engaged and make them want to go there, as well as helping them learn important skills that we've got to meet, isn't as easy as it sounds. And that isn't even to mention the part when it comes to handling the sometimes messy, certainly loud (laughs) noise of the busyness of all the little learners in your classroom. There is a reason that preschool teachers dub themselves chaos coordinators, because sometimes that feels like what we do, and sometimes it feels overwhelming. And when we let that overwhelm come in, it can lead to burnout, and burnout really helps no one. And I know this because I spent a year kind of checked out and only doing the bare minimum, which didn't feel good. So if you are spending way too much time searching and scrolling Pinterest or Google for fresh new center ideas, if you feel like one more thing added onto your plate and your brain might just turn to mush, or (laughs) maybe you've got goals to meet like me and you just hate fluffy resources that are cute but not age appropriate, I hear you because I was once there too. Like I said, I spent this year completely checked out. I wasn't trying anything new. I wasn't changing things out like I used to. And I certainly lost some of that passion. And I really hated that feeling of loss of passion. And I also hated that my children weren't getting the best I could do because I knew that they weren't getting the best that I could do. So I knew something had to change. And when I decided to focus on changing how I run my centers, that overwhelming feeling changed. And so to kind of make this change, I started by trying to really understand play and where classroom centers fit along this continuum of play, because it's play has got many different facets to it. And so understanding how I could use the types of play in my centers and how they relate was the very first step for me. And if you want to hear more about the continuum of play, you can head back to episode one, because that's where I talk all about it and explain it and lay it out there. But I decided that based on kind of that continuum of play and all these different types of play, that free play and playful learning is where centers fit best for me. And so just by doing this research, it kind of like relit my fire. It kind of got me excited again to make a change that was going to be meaningful for my children. 
So I want to take a minute to really get very clear about the difference between free play and playful learning and why I felt like both of them have a wonderful place in our classroom center environment. So free play. Free play is generally what we think of as play and what parents think of as play. Children start and direct their own play. They are really the orchestrators. They drive what's happening and you really are observing, but you provide those materials. So you provide the materials that are in the centers and they use those materials to direct their own play. So examples of free play centers in my classroom include blocks, library, sensory, art, and outdoor play. So in contrast, playful learning is a little bit deeper here because children explore activities created by educators. Now, side note here, I don't require these activities to be done. We are a free choice classroom, but I try to make them as engaging and exciting as possible because it draws them over and makes them want to explore it. But anyhow, so this is educator set up activities and you might be modeling or guiding once or twice and then allowing, allowing children to explore these on their own. So example centers for this in my classroom look like writing, math, science, the literacy center. I feel like the secret center sauce is a mixture of both free play and playful learning. And here's why. Because in free play, most of the materials don't change. So that free play is often the most natural to children. It needs little to no explanation. They just know exactly what to do by instinct and they dive right in. And children can use the materials in multiple different ways every time they visit the center. The blocks can be changed into so many different things. So free play centers are constant and they're familiar, which I think is a really important part of the balance because we want some things that are familiar, comforting, that children know how to do. And then we can add in the other part of the mixture, which is playful learning, because playful learning is what creates the excitement. It cuts through some of the boredom, the old centers, if you will, because while free play centers are staying largely the same, playful learning materials are changing often. And so they are created by us and they are to help children meet a skill or goal. So we are able to kind of add that piece in there that free play doesn't always give us complete control over. And that is helping them practice skills in a meaningful, playful way. They do need more guidance in modeling these playful learning centers, and they take more effort from us, but they provide that so important, new, exciting, ooh, what's this, from children that keeps that balance of centers, and it keeps them fresh. By adding those new pieces, they are becoming excited getting engaged, not using the materials as inappropriately because they love finding something new there and they're ready to explore it. Whereas we also have those free play pieces, which do stay the same. And so they can be familiar and they can feel safe. And so it's this wonderful 
balance with centers that I feel like free play and playful learner learning centers accomplish so well. So since overwhelm is so incredibly easy when it comes to centers, I found that it took some of that overwhelm away to look at my centers through the lenses of both playful learning and free play, because I know that my free play centers were, will rarely need changed, which is good. I'm also aware of which centers can be changed. So I have more of like a plan to keep that engagement and also keep my own sanity by not changing everything out all the time. But remember that it's important to pace yourself when you're starting to change centers, because that definitely can keep the overwhelm up if you do not pace yourself and you think that you can change them all out at once. I slowly added in new centers that I wanted to change until it felt super manageable. If you want to learn more about playful learning and free play centers, I have a replay of the training that we did called the five strategies to keep your preschoolers engaged with centers to eliminate behavior headaches and keep things fresh. So check out the show notes for how to watch the replay at www.lovelycommotion.com slash episode 14. Keep being lovely and I will talk to you next episode. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and help more preschool teachers just like you. Keep being lovely.